welcome here. This is the Raven Podcast. This is you got an, someone new speaking today. This is uh, Don Bruins. I am our Precision Ag Specialist and Training Team Leader. Um, I'm joined today with Chad Bigler, Clint Sharp, and Mitch White. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having us, Don. Thanks, Don. Well, today we're uh, Chad's and these guys are going to run us through some uh, new uh, services Raven has. We're per- moving into proactive services, some slingshot. Am I correct saying slingshot services? Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, I'm turning it over to these guys because they're our experts. This is a brand new um, systems that uh, Raven's coming out with. So I'll just kick it off. So we are going to do a podcast here on Slingshot. So that's kind of our data and connectivity. And just to introduce myself, my name is Chad Bigler. I'm the product manager for Slingshot, our egg sync portfolio, uh, field computers, and application control. So a few different things that kind of work throughout uh, Raven. And Slingshot is something that we have branded over the course of the last couple of years, but really add a lot to the portfolio. And uh, Clint is one of our sales guys. From the Slingshot realm, he's been with Raven for quite a few years. I'll let Clint introduce himself. And then we have Mitch as well, who is recently uh, new to the organization, but very familiar with some of the Raven products. So Clint, what would you mind giving us just a quick overview of what is Slingshot, features, functionalities, kind of system requirements? Absolutely. I'd love to. So Slingshot has been one of our premier products for over a decade, uh, bringing a suite of connected services to our customers Uh, out in the field, and then in the office. So one of the things that we had uh, tried to do was make something that's reliable in the field in real agriculture connectivity. Uh, So we accomplished that with uh, our legacy suite of products that we had on the Slingshot Field Hub, first of which was remote support, which allowed connectivity to see Uh, what that field computer is doing from uh, a smart device or a computer where you can actually interact, diagnose an issue, or uh, do a training uh, remotely and actually see that field computer. Uh, Then we had Slingshot Link is where we can actually push out an update to a field computer. Uh, That promotes consistency across a fleet of machines. Uh, making sure all of those have the same capabilities and are generating the same data that you want to collect. File transfer, this is where we can actually send and receive uh, jobs to and from the field. We can send out a prescription map. Uh, Now we can actually send a pre-populated job out and we can get that information back in an as-applied map. So we actually can store that information and provide you with a uh, snapshot of what happened in that field. We do RTK and that's through uh, cellular delivery. Didn't really change RTK, just changed how we deliver it uh, via a cellular signal, which gives us longer uh, baselines that don't rely on line of sight. And then we had our API. This is where we can actually interface through third-party softwares to the field computer through the Slingshot portal. And uh, 
that allows you to work in the software that you're used to working in and creating prescription maps and work orders and things like that and then actually sending them all the way to the field computer from that software and then getting it back into that software uh, from the field computer. And then last year we came out with some new products as well. Uh, we came out with Job Generator, which is uh, the ability to create pre-populated jobs and send them to the field computer. And that allows uh, better flow of data, um, less uh, liability to get to the wrong field because it actually provides you the uh, boundary of the field that the operator needs to be to so he can see where he needs to go and uh, minimize the chance of an uh, offsite application. You get to pre-populate the rate in there and pre-set up prescription maps. So you eliminate mistakes, you get good data back to the office after the application because you have a good product name in there. And it also allows the operator to do what he loves to do. Instead of being a data entry specialist, he's now the operator and he gets to, to operate. And, and at the end of the day, that's that's what makes him happy. Uh, job sync. This is where we can uh, communicate to multiple machines. We can have two machines in the same field. We can have uh, one machine in a field. And then as he, uh, if he has a weather delay or breakdown in the field, he can actually leave that field and another machine can come in and what we call cloud jobs uh, through job sync is he actually has the job that the first machine created on his field computer, the Viper 4 and he can grab that job file and actually continue the same work that the first machine started. Uh, or they can be in there at the same time and have multiple machines doing the same thing, uh, several machines. I think we've tested up to six so far. And uh, also we have live job view and that allows uh, guys in the office to actually see work happening live in real time uh, in the field. So if they know an operator's in the field, they can click on that job. And then there's a button for the live job view. You can click that and actually zoom in and see work happening. So you know how much of the job has been completed. Uh, if they're gonna need more fertilizer, you can make those decisions uh, or if, where they need to go next uh, based on how far they've completed the current job you can make those decisions as well. And then new this year and kind of coming early next year, we're gonna have proactive service, uh, things like data analytics and machine metrics. So some exciting stuff that's coming up uh, now and in the spring. That's great, Clint. I mean, we give the mic to a sales guy and boy, listen to him go. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah. I like that. No, Clint, that was great, great, uh, great information there. So I, I know, Chad, I think you're probably biting to put a little more in here. Or are we looking at Mitch to give us a little bit of an update? So I think that was a over, great overview by Clint. One of the questions we always seem to get around Slingshot is, is Slingshot the field hub or is Slingshot the offboard services? And maybe, Clint, I know we get that question a lot. Would you mind kind of explaining how we see the difference of hardware versus where Slingshot resides today in our portfolio? Yeah, Slingshot is the ability to ability to contact or 
connect to the field computer and gain information from the field computer uh, to the slingshot portal. And then the portal provides the ability to actually start to compile this information, uh, whether it's job data or prescription map data, things like that, or machine data or uh, fleet information through our proactive service. So Slingshot is the entire makeup, the whole world that everything function in, functions in. Uh, the actual field hub is the device that goes in the cab and plugs up to the Viper uh, to provide it with connectivity. And the, uh, which is actually something you may or may not see anymore now that we can connect via Wi-Fi or through the RS1. Oh, great, Clint. Uh, we're sitting here kind of thinking about this. The other question we hear a lot, so we're going to pick on you on this one. Uh, slingshot's based around uh, the jumping frog. So uh, can you explain to our customers what what we're, what that means? Uh, that's, a, that's a pretty interesting one, Don. Um, you could ask me just about anything, but I, I think, if anything, it really just is a good talking point of uh, – a frog and 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 then the word itself, right? A slingshot. <laughs> yeah, great great conversational starters. Why do you have a green That's frog right. on your your? your, your, your... <laughs> it makes a cool logo. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I know that predicates my time here, but a couple of things I did hear around that, like green, obviously eco friendly. Yeah, you know we're part of the environment, agriculture, but yeah. Do you, to the point, it's a marketing term. It's a name that we can start utilizing towards starting that conversation. And it doesn't represent maybe or give the indication that it is truly tied to precision agriculture. But the more we talk about it, the more we market it, people start providing that as as a reference back towards what our off-board solution is. So it's kind of an interesting question when people do bring that up, isn't it? Yep. Mm, yes, it is. And Don, I know that you had kind of mentioned, it, and Clint had started going down this path as well, that we have some new items that are coming out. So one of the strategic initiatives we are working towards is proactive service. Now, proactive service, in our mind, is not something that we're going to trademark or register or have a commercially viable product, but there's going to be several subsets of items that are coming out beyond that proactive service. So Clint, you mentioned just a little bit ago around fleet analytics, um, machine analytics, some of the telematics. I want to just take a few minutes to maybe talk about that. And if you guys have sure. questions, let's make sure that we kind of answer them as best as we can with our audience, knowing that this is something near and dear to us as we're doing a lot of investment into Slingshot here most recently, but also looking towards the future. So just to kind of maybe level set, we actually did release a couple new products on the Slingshot portfolio in the month of December. The two names that are on that is Fleet Analytics and the Raven Analytics Manager. Now, both of those devices are targeted towards people who already have active Slingshot subscriptions. They're already running a lot of the products that Clint already described in great detail, and they have the system requirements. They have a Viper 4. They have a RS1 or a Field Hub. They're already connecting. But we're further enhancing and adding more suite of tools. Now, diving into those just a little bit, the Raven Analytics Manager takes a lot of what we consider system events. Or if you're familiar with a diagnostic trouble code, indicating what is actually happening on that machine in a state of error. Now, that error could be something critical, such as shutting the machine down, or it could be an information only. And we classify those based off of a scale zero, 0 to 4. We have four different classifications. 
And the analytics manager allows you to go in and understand what's active on your system, but more importantly, what something happened in the past. And when it happened in the past, what triggered it, at what location, and what time. So when you call into the Raven service desk and you say, hey, last Tuesday I was really busy, I was running down the field, and it kind of got wonky or it got weird. Can you guys look into that? And now we have the ability to go in and, yes, we're going to ask a few more questions then. Okay, describe wonky to me. (laughs) But allow us to go into the system, be able to indicate and review what happened and maybe even what led up to that, being able to understand and dive into the overall system, not just that individual component, but the overall system. But what is really nice about that is it's not also what happens after the fact, and I want to go and dig into it. You can also set it up to be proactive, and that's where we start talking about our proactive service strategy or initiative. And we can set it up to where you can live view it, but you can also send an email or a text notification to come towards you at a certain iteration and be able to be proactive. So if you want to set that up and give permissions to a dealer to, uh, if you're a larger egg retailer and you have a maintenance man, you want him to see some of the notifications or you want to turn it over um, to just a, a landowner. I, I don't know. Whoever you want, you can certainly give your permissions and we've set it up to where you can customize that to where you can do it per machine, per location, per system, per type of requirement. So if I only want critical or I only want critical on my Hawkeye system, I can certainly allow the granularity to that. Chad, so is that related to only the Raven systems or is it other systems on the machine? Good question, Don. So today it is related to Raven ecosystem and it'll be for anything that is actually on the Raven ecosystem as long as it's ISO bus. We also do have the opportunity for some of our legacy CAN messages to come along and we have set up the framework to start accepting third party or let's say other DTCs. So if I'm pulling a planter, for instance, or I'm pulling a disc and it has capabilities to provide me DTCs. Now, with us, with that being said, in order to get the granularity of what I'm able to provide with the Raven system, because I understand what the DTC is and how critical or if it's information only, I don't necessarily have that line of sight unless I work with that individual OEM to collect that third-party DTC messaging to provide it. But we do have the framework and we do have some OEMs that we are working with and that will be coming out in some future phases. That's great. So you mentioned uh, that was the more of the manager. So with the analytics, what's the next piece or what's the... Yeah, so adding on to that, we have the fleet analytics. Now with the fleet analytics, this is also uh, step one. We have a few different ways in which we are allowing people to uh, evaluate their fleet. And this is another tool that really kind of starts getting more high level around how many acres are covered, how many hours was that machine in operation today, what days did they run, and start being able to customize that down to locations or if I just want wet versus dry versus red versus green versus blue, uh, being able to customize that and be able to do an overview. And that framework, that basic framework, actually leads into for next spring when we start being able to dissect that data and classify it as working time versus idle time versus transit time versus uh, actually seeing how effective and how efficient I was of applying products. So being able to connect with what my level was in my tank as I was applying and going across the field, understanding was I meeting how I actually planned for it? Is my piece of equipment starting to break down? Is my operator um, 
over running conditions? Is he being less efficient? You know, it, it allows you to get some more insight in regards to the productivity of the field rather than just looking at true operational hours, engine hours. You know, uh, I really think that <clears throat> it's a great way uh, to give an insight on what's going on with your fleet uh, and put that at the tip of your finger to access at any time and to be able to get real-time information. And that brings up an important point when we start talking about efficiencies and improving those. We can't even begin to do that until we have a way to measure what's going on out there. So if we can't measure where the efficiency is today, then we really don't have a way to improve upon that. And that's what this gives us, the being able to take that data and compile it in a way to where I can see what I'm doing today. Then I, as a manager, I can really say, uh, we need to try this and implement those changes to improve efficiency. And then I can actually see if I'm doing anything, if I'm making a difference, and then how much, because now I have a way to measure it. That sounds really good, guys. Now, when you started out, Chad, did you say that this was something that we've released? And if you are already slingshot capable, if you've got an active subscription, you've got the, the system in, in place, that these are things that they can start utilizing today and, and see with their fleets. Yeah, that's correct. And maybe to dive into that just a little bit, we have this part of our gold subscription, our gold bundle. However, we are offering a promotion right now as well that through March 31st, as long as you have at minimum bronze on your machine, you'll be able to access these tools. And by accessing these tools, there is a couple limitations around it. You must be using cloud jobs. You must be storing your data up in the cloud, which is also what we're trying to move towards as we start getting more field-specific data rather than machine-specific data allowing items to reside in the cloud that I can go and reference and give to that eventual uh, grower or farmer or my actual end customer. But to maybe answer direct a little bit more, Don, yes, we do have this available as long as you have Slingshot today. And with the promotion, all you need is bronze. And you can certainly reach out to any of our sales or pass or whoever your Raven representative is, even if it's through a dealer, and certainly get a demonstration on some of these features and walk through the actual main page. Right. And our, our, our Slingshot website will have the explanation. I don't know if the yeah. people know what uh, bronze and gold and those type of packages are, but uh, definitely have the explanation right there and what that means to you and uh, even our 800-243-5435. I mean, they'll push you to sales there also if you're, Definitely interested in uh, getting a hold of somebody on that. Yeah, and you can go to ravenslingshot.com and click the Get a Demo button, and somebody will be in contact with you as well. So, Clint, one thing that you're going down, and I thought it was a very good path around the operation efficiency, would you mind talking a little bit around the Raven Connected workflow and how that kind of rolls into the overall efficiency and then how we're looking at being able to start uh, helping people by providing them some of this data? Absolutely. So connected workflow uh, through our acquisition this January with uh, AgSync 
has allowed us to start to manage a work order uh, basically from cradle to grave. And with that work order, there's different interactions through um, different software platforms that need to be made as we transition through creating a work order, uh, getting it mixed and dispatching the work to a field computer, getting that work order to the field computer, uh, depleting inventory from whatever software you're using for your ERP, and then um, getting that back, depleting inventory, invoicing, uh, all that happens, and a way to manage that workflow uh, as that work order moves through uh, the progression of creation, getting applied, and invoicing. Mitch, did I do a good job answering that? <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think you did an excellent job because it really does. It encompasses all aspects of the operation, not just accounting, not just our agronomy platform um, that we normally focus on, but the field computer as well. And it just seamlessly makes that um, application happen. Yeah, Mitch, you know, we've just uh, heard, start to hear a little something from you. Is there any more you'd like to fill in on how all that system comes together uh, from from your background? I would say from the agri-retail's perspective, it is the most uh, complete system available to on the market. Uh, and as we add in the fleet metrics and proactive services, it just takes it one step further to allow us to begin making uh, informed decisions as opposed to, uh, well, we think this is what's going on. Um, with the visibility that our product line um, around Slingshot offers, um, it does allow us to make informed decisions. Chad, which direction are we headed next here? Well, I think there's one other item I'd like to talk about with those critical decisions. Mm -hmm. And maybe Clint or Mitch, you want to talk, as we've gone through releasing JobSync this last spring, we've started down the route of connected workflow what are egg retailers seeing as gains and benefits from the productivity? Are, are they seeing needs for uh, more machines in the field, more tender trucks, less tender trucks, less fields? I mean, how are they starting to use some of these tools from an actual uh, capitalization standpoint? You know, I had a, I've, I've got a couple examples that I kind of want to reference here. And I had a grower a uh, year and a half ago that was really excited about doing uh, job sync and, and doing multiple machines in a, in a field. And as a producer, he had two machines that him and his father uh, applied with. These were liquid machines. And once he got job sync on the machines, he got a year behind him. And uh, he said that he implemented our Hawkeye product and machine to machine uh his feedback was that he was able to apply the same fields um, with the same machines and he reduced his hours on the machines by half. And he said a lot of that was due to Hawkeye being able to uh, really allow him to cross waterways and spray efficiently. And then the machine to machine allowed him to have him and his dad in the same field, and they just had to uh, service one nurse truck. So they just kept the water and the chemicals coming to that one site 
as him and his dad did the application and he said there the efficiencies gained with that was incredible and the other one was a large retailer uh, in indiana that is doing machine to machine and they found that uh, their you know it took a weather event to to get them to try it uh, where it forced several machines that were sitting still and uh, they said well these shouldn't be sitting still we should have them running uh, let's try this new technology so they did and they put them in the same field and used uh, job sync and had two machines or more running in the same field and they found out that they were able to get um, some efficiencies out of that and one of them was <clears throat> being able to service one tender area uh, a load zone and then they they ran into an issue where one of the machines ran out of product and he only had about a quarter acre left to do which was enough you couldn't walk away from it i mean you have to get it applied and if we he would have had to wait for another tender to get loaded and come back out there which was last year uh, this year he was just able to radio the other machine in the field with him and he come over there and finished it so it turned a uh, four or five hour event what would have been to uh five minute come over here and help me out and then we just all moved to the next field together uh began uh, just a symphony of production and uh the things that they're talking about that they need to manage out of this is being able to feed that tender faster because you have more machines out there and they kind of made that the problem and now they're uh using machine to machine in the same field a lot more these days and just they believe it's a lot more efficient and i would just agree with everything clint just said you know i i had an experience just the other weekend had a customer send me a snapchat of all things uh it was a a picture of job sync exactly and uh, they had a floater go down unfortunately uh for one of their uh very prominent growers in the area and they jumped on the cloud job and continued on so the chisel plows never stopped rolling uh and the grower didn't know anything different just thought maybe uh needed to swap out floaters for some reason but uh there's a lot of success stories about what job sinks allowed guys to do uh back to what clint was saying about weather events where i would use it uh, when i was working retail is we could have four partially completed fields with uh, ammonia application because of weather events coming in or we could team up and have two completed fields just put two two applicators in each field. So a lot of benefits, a lot of different ways to look at it. Uh, the tendering thing's another excellent idea. You know, um, examples are always great. I think that's what everybody wants to know. Well, yeah, you're, you're talking a lot of terminology, a lot of new things here, but what's it really mean to me as, as the customer? So uh, those are appreciative guys. And I, I know if, uh, if somebody has more questions on that that you've probably got more more examples and things that you would talk to anybody about as they reach out to us here on that so yeah it, what amazes me all the time is we continue to hear all these stories around people finding efficiencies in areas that we didn't even expect when we put out some of these products which is awesome and i always use a reference we're lowering the water and we're finding a different iceberg we're finding a different rock that's coming up and that's really why we want to talk around our proactive service approach here and our strategy because we're providing data, we're providing communication that you can now go and use to make your your fleet more efficient, your operation more efficient. And that's the whole point of this. We're not telling you how to run it, 
but we definitely want to understand how we can help you. And we want to listen to your operation and understand your process flow. And that's just going to help us make better products for you to make those informed decisions. And to me, I'm, I'm really excited about the stuff that we have in line for Slingshot for not only this upcoming spring, but stuff we have on the roadmap for the next couple of years. And this is something that we're definitely going to continue putting the pedal down and, and progressing towards. So that's my two cents there. That's great, Chad. I, I, you know, there's a lot of excitement here at Raven today. You know, this is just one of them, all the autonomy that's coming out and, and this. And, um, I think one of the things that, uh, as part of the training team, we're going to probably have to come out with a new, uh, little dictionary or something here to explain all the terminology and everything that we're using just, to, to make sure the customers understand uh, these things. And it's, uh, it's a great time to, to be here. So, guys, what else do you well, got? Some feedback here. Sorry, Don. I think that's what's excellent about these podcasts. Um, we, we can't make it to everywhere. We're definitely going to do our best to get, get on site with guys just to bring them up to speed on the new products. Um, but it is a, it's a really exciting time to be a part of this team as we launch products that uh, – guys have thought of for a really long time we're going to bring them all together uh here in the near future and uh it'll be the most seamless solution available all right well guys i appreciate everybody joining us today um again we'll be back in the near future and we'll uh hope to hear more from you guys on how this is going and uh, a few of the new features that we look forward for for spring so well thanks a lot and uh, appreciate joining us Thanks, Don.